so not just because that I need a comics in Chrysler this week not just because today is Wednesday the day that comics in Christ comes out and we didn't have a comics in Christ this week I want you to join me on comics in Christ right now instead of a parts of unknown because I have something I want to talk to you about that I think is a very cool comics in Christ concept we may not talk about Christ so much but <laughs> comics in Christ is also a morality morality podcast too right yeah philosophy great great a philosophers here discussing morality yes so as great a philosophers great a great ape great ape ape philosophers your name is rick kane your name is michael davis because i don't know how to do a comics in christ opening with you anymore you re- you realize how many years it's been since you've been <laughs> on Comics and Christ? It's 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 been a while. I I yeah. bet. And you realize how long it's been since I've done a standalone Comics and Christ that I haven't figured out some way to finagle <laughs> a sermon that I gave. Yeah. You know how long it's been know. that I haven't forced a pop cultural reference in a sermon <laughs> so that I could have a Comics and Christ? I will. I don't <laughs> think you did. Did you not this week? Did I use a? <clears throat> no, I didn't use a pop cultural <clears throat> podcast. I did not use a pop cultural reference this week. Because then, because that, that's why we have to record comics. <laughs> yeah, little Mike was in a mood on Sunday, so I. Um, that's why we had to record comics. That's why we have to record comics Christ today. <laughs> I didn't shove a pop cultural reference into the seeds, <laughs> into the seeds falling on the stones. Or the unfertile ground. I didn't go for the Jonathan Kent narrative of <laughs> Superman, of Jonathan Kent t- teaching a young Clark how to spread the seeds evenly so that each could grow, a la Paul Dini and the Peace on Earth comic yeah. book. <clears throat> but today on Comics in Christ, we are going to talk about differentiating between the art and the artist. I said we were going to say names, but I got to... This is all I'm going to say. Okay. This is it. This podcast is definitely spurred by um, Ned... The news that came out about Ned yesterday. Okay. What's his... Uh, let's only even say his no, last name. No, we won't. But love... We love the Try Guys. Oh, my gosh. I cannot express how much I love the Try Guys. They're a huge part... <laughs> Yeah. Of uh, my life, our life, whenever we need a break, Try Guys are there. They're awesome. They're amazing. Try Guys, no recipe challenge, awesome show. Awesome. Looking show. forward to watching all the rest of the episodes. Gots to be honest, it's going to be with a different flavor than watching oh, their first few. It's going to be awkward. And it's not out of spite. It's just going to be, wow, he doesn't work for them anymore kind uh-huh. of thing you know uh, honest it's like watching like super old like wrestling matches and 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 realizing that everybody on screen is dead yeah <laughs> no i've done that i've watched the eddie guerrero chris benoit and i can't remember the referee it may have been tony morella who was uh gorilla monsoon's son and realized 
everybody that's on his screen right now mm-hmm. is dead. So, it's hard sometimes. So, how... There, we get... Okay, here we go. We get an emotional connection to art. Yes. Yes. I just called the Try Guys eating the menu, ranking sodas and potato <laughs> chips, and... Trying new things. Trying new things. Art. It is. It, I, I could... I could make a YouTube video about me eating every brand of potato chip and ranking it, but I can't do it in the masterful way that Keith does. I'm not a gorgeous, gorgeous man like Eugene, especially with that beard in the in the um, opening sequences of of the cooking show. Co- cooking show. And by the way, let, I'm going to talk about his masterful piece of art at the end of this too. Okay. But that there's art to what they do, and they do it very well. And I have always seen it as, oh, it's a try, guys. I don't have to worry about single age. I don't have to worry about Rick Kane watching these guys. Yeah. Un- until yesterday. Now this is how I'm gonna. I'm not gonna talk about it. But I let's go to wrestling. Okay. There's been so many times that I have liked a guy in the ring and then heard about them being arrested for possession. Uh, quite possibly, I, I, I spoke the name of the devil a minute ago. I'm going to speak the devil's name one more time. I thought that Chris Benoit was quite possibly one of the greatest wrestlers to ever step into the ring. Ever. But he did what he did and he's he's dead to me he's dead to me but it doesn't change the emotional connection that I had of watching him it wasn't what the whole I I was a huge Michael Jackson fan as a kid huge I thriller I used to I, I used to could quote the Vincent Price part of thriller yeah I loved MJ. Loved. I had my man. I had a thriller jacket and a beaded jacket. We had that. We have that glove somewhere. Do you, do we still have the glove I, somewhere? I feel like I don't know <laughs> if he gave it to Goodwill or something, but it's somewhere. Well, I liked MJ, and then the true f- fact or fiction. I'm not gonna get into it, but it, the ending years of his life tainted. MJ, but I can't differentiate the effect that that MJ's music has had on me. Let I'll I'll do one that we talk about all the time. Kevin Smith, Harvey Weinstein funded the movies that changed my worldview. Does that make Kevin Smith bad? Does that make the movies bad? Does that make the art bad? But the person that funded the art did what they did. And that's how it is. Didn't Kevin Smith, like... So what Kevin Smith has done, he has made it so that any profits that he makes after that event moving forward, any profits that he makes off of a Weinstein movie goes to uh, a sexual abuse thing. Very cool. 
I think he's going to regret that one day. Okay. But God bless. That That's very fair. So, how do we separate the art from the artist? Because that's the thing, right? Is my emotional connection to dogma bad because Harvey Weinstein did what he did? No, that's something like... I'm going to hopefully not butcher completely this quote that Daniel Radcliffe said after the... um, I can't remember who wrote Harry Potter. But after the the woman who wrote Harry Potter sent out all those tweets. Uh, she's anti-trans, right? Is yeah. that her deal? Anti-trans tweets. Yeah. And he, he's Daniel Radcliffe said, there's a special connection between you and the books, not between you and the author, and that special connection between you and the books is sacred. And no one can take that away from you. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, so you're saying it doesn't. Yeah. And I'm saying it doesn't. Like, right now, I'm still trying to get you to watch every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm only, I'm on, like, the last season. Have I you watched them it. start to finish? Yes. Oh, oh right on. Right that, on. Very yeah, cool. That's a big one. I, I yeah. took a break because I, I just felt awkward watching it. And because of because of the writer-creator? Yeah. Yeah. And then Sarah Michelle Gellar and I can't think of the well, guy who's said who was spike yeah both kind of tweeted this um post of the same thing that said it's more than just him on that show it's the this person and that person all had a a hand in making buffy what it is and well, that doesn't take away what he did but uh-huh now i i i'm gonna butcher this sarah michelle geller also said that's a wonderful meaningful place of my life and I don't want to be connected to him anymore mm-hmm. not Buffy no. she didn't say Buffy she said him and and I butchered that and I well, so I gotta throw the allegedly, allegedly. out there <laughs> yeah so I, I think even the participants in the art acknowledge that you know, there's a, especially that quote from Daniel Radcliffe, mm-hmm. that there is a special connection to all this. And it, it changes people's lives and so forth. Um, your mom loved that show Glee. And mm-hmm. the, the football player, I don't know the character's name. His name was uh, Finn. 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 And she, I don't think she's watched Glee since. We got those DVDs around the house somewhere. Your mom loved that show. I, I liked it a lot. But when when Finn died, it was hard to watch. Uh, there was a show... We, we talked about Sarah Michelle Gellar, right? Yeah. The, her husband, Freddie Prince Jr., his dad... Freddie Prince was on this show called Chico and the Man. It was the biggest comedy in America. It, he had depression issues and he he died. Mm-hmm. And um, they tried to keep that show going, but it 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 was different. It, it, it was radically different with him because he was why people watched it. Uh, Freddie Prince was one of the biggest comedians in the 
in America at that time. I, I want to say the world, but I'm going to say America. But so when bad things happen, it kind of, it still taints, it still kind of taints the art, right? Yeah, it, you get that feeling of like awkwardness and uh, like feeling uncomfortable that you're watching it because when you see the person, you think about the event that took place. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why it's hard for me to watch really old wrestling matches. Yeah. So, have you had that moment? Have you had something that you just loved and loved and you just couldn't look at it the same way after something? Have that, has that ever happened to you? I mean, I had I took a break from watching Buffy because of that. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm slowly, finally starting the seventh season again. Yeah. Um... For for a while, like, some wrestling matches, when, like, stuff comes out about people and it's, like, aw, awkward, like, yeah. I don't, I don't, it's gonna be weird watching, um, if I ever go back and watch a, a CM Punk match, it's gonna... It's gonna be hard. Yeah. It's, I, I'm gonna be real honest for you, it's gonna be awkward to see the Elite come back. Uh-huh. Uh, and they didn't, and based on the news reports... They allegedly... Allegedly really didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. The only people that know what happened in that locker room is the the Massey brothers, whatever Kenny Omega is, and Phil Brooks. Yeah. When, um... When, when Vince McMahon came out for his, like, goodbye, I did... Like, for a while, I was just kind of, like almost kind of ish done with Vince because I, I started to get more like views in life and I'm like you're just a rich old right dude controlling things and like I'm a, I, I don't vibe with that <laughs> yeah. but, but then once what he allegedly did kind of sprung up I was kind of like no I'm when, just, the, when the alleged of I was done with Vince in the 80s I was an NWA guy yeah. And and there is there's a difference. If you like the NWA, I I knew people that said, "Yeah, wrestling's fake that stuff in New York, but have you watched the NWA?" That yeah. there was people that thought the NWA was real, but WWF was fake. All right. But I I I I got into Hulkamania and stuff, but then it was like, "All right, but this is a cartoon and the NWA is real. I mean, when you watch Bruiser Brody beat the loving crap out of a guy, you become emotionally afraid of Bruiser Brody, mm-hmm. right? So I, so I was, I was kind of over Vince a while ago, but when when they started parading him on screen after he retired because of what allegedly happened, mm-hmm. that would that was bad. That was bad. And I was getting back in I was getting back into WWE at that point. And now I found myself that I've slipped and I said and I'm saying, Oh, I didn't watch Raw or SmackDown next week. Delete. Yeah. You know? We had Raw Raw is getting good right now though. Uh-huh. The, the, thank you, Paul. But that's not the but but you you know what I'm saying. I know what it's you're just, saying. When stuff happens, it just makes it hard to enjoy it. 
Are like, you? For a little bit, like when um, we went to go see um, a comedian live. Yeah. And that I felt kind of awkward watching that because, like, I understand like it was his journey and he's he's better now. But like all the stuff that kind of just like came out all of a sudden was kind of like oh. I feel um, this is going to be a very interesting show to go to. And then it all became his punchline, and that and that makes it awkward. And I yeah. didn't go to his show, but I've seen him on interviews and stuff. A big segment of, like, a... Not, like, a good chunk, but, like, a big story that he told was, like, his whole, like, a group of them encouraging him to go and, like, uh-huh. all that stuff, and, yeah. 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 So... I made a statement a second ago. It just uh, all these bad things kind of make it hard for you to enjoy it. Here's where we're gonna get into comics in crisis, okay. real quick. The way that visible religion treats LGBTQ shuns people that have had addiction issues and so forth. If you've made a mistake, if you're dirty and unclean, we don't want you here. I know you have observed it. You you live in my house. You you listen to me vent in my house. Not so much about our worship center, but the worship community as a whole. Has that tainted your view on religion? I mean, uh, yeah, organized. <laughs> yeah. Organized religion. Like, I can't, we were talking about philosophers in my one of my history classes, and I can't remember, I think it was John Locke, uh-huh. but I don't remember who, just talking about how they're not a fan of organized religion, but they're religious. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like I, I don't, I don't like people, but I, I love large gatherings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's true though. Mm-hmm. And I, I at times recently have been that guy. That it's you know what I'm kind of done with the. It's about what I believe in, and it's mm-hmm. about the mor- moral box that I put things in. Yeah. It's about the moral house of cards that I cannot allow to fall over. I I think that Jesus is my homie and that I should care and do good things for others and make and take care and be good and be kind to others and help those in need. But I got I don't the church experience and the organized ish is just not my Okay, that's that's fair. Now, what I'm about to say is not to correct you. Okay. What I am about to say is all me. Okay? This is not a rebuttal. This is me. Okay. I have to work really hard to remember, like Sarah Michelle Gellar is Buffy and, and has affected many girls' lives. Like how dogma is a beautiful piece of art. And it still affects my life, no matter what what has happened with Weinstein. Professional wrestling has been my security blanket for 37 years in a row. And it, it isn't changed because of 
McMahon or Benoit or, or so forth. That's what I have to remember at when I'm at church because I still celebrate the organized church. I feel that it is a community that makes people stronger. I feel it's a community that can make people stronger. As long as we don't let the people that make the mistakes outweigh the art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry, I, I did a little burp gasp thing for <laughs> air. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was fun. That was a great conversation. Thank you for for having this conversation with me. Yeah. Later on the day, let's record a Parts of Unknown because guess what? I, <laughs> you uh, don't listen, have a Parts of... Kids, life has been hard in a DWO <laughs> plaza. The, at the Fortress of Solitude. The Fortress of Solitude has been a place of solitude and the life stresses has gotten in the way of doing this and but we're we're keeping it out. We're keeping it going. And podcasts and comics in Christ. We don't. The wrestler of faith really doesn't exist anymore. But it is the foundation of what we do right now. And those things have gotten through me through some really horrible times. And I have to remember that and pull out this microphone and talk to you and single H a lot more. Now that there's air conditioning in the mobile recording studio it will happen more we don't have to worry about the wind kickback with the windows down <laughs> all right that's parts uh, that's um, comics and chrysler this week <laughs> your name is rick kane your name is thanks for throwing it back my name is michael davis have a week